Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. What? What's going on? What's happening? What are you guys doing? Calm down. You make it all about you. Excuse me, what's your name? Whatever your name is, there's not enough ice in this. I don't know what your name is. There's not enough ice in this. This gentleman is Baton. I don't know. He's just to help. You can't even say Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Cara Berry, Housewives Edition. Wow, what a moment. Like, where were you when the world just split in two and we all witnessed (laughs) these wealthy women crying all over Kathy Hilton's Baccarat uh, luxurious items? Wow. Um, Join with me to talk about this incredible landmark episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is, excuse me. Emmy nominated Raisani. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Oh my gosh. That, that makes me laugh whenever people do that. That is, I am Emmy nominated. That's true. <laughs> yeah, girl. Like, and that's a flex for me that I even know you. So we're all winning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we win. Hopefully we yes. win. We find out what in like two, in two weekends. I don't think we'll win, but I like that I get to be like Emmy nominated. Yeah, I'm Emmy nominated. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Like, at least if things don't work out in your favor, you have the loving embrace of uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City to like help you out that night. I think it's yes. It's the same night. It's the same night. Yeah. Actually, I probably won't even watch the Emmy broadcast because I'm salty. I can't go. So, yeah, I'm just going to watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Uh, Yeah, we can't go because it's like limited seating and there's no limited seating at home in front of Mary Cosby's closet, you know, so I'm very excited. Um, Do you have any, it feels, 
it feels a little inappropriate to not discuss Real Housewives of New York since they did have their season finale. Do you have any thoughts that you would like to share? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, mm. Uh, All I can say is, look, we've all had a bad school year. We've all had a bad birthday. We've all had um, a, a, a bad winter, a bad season. So sure. let's just chalk that up to COVID, right? And, yeah. and um, Leah, I'm happy to blame Leah. So happy to blame Leah. Um, and hopefully next year will be better. Um, I think I had like a... First, I feel vindicated. Can I just say I feel vindicated because Ebony is not only on auditioning for The View, she yeah. is auditioning as a conservative. And I feel vindicated because I, I spotted, I was like, her, she's woke for, for retweets. She's fake woke. It's not real. And <sighs> yeah. not, not, not saying that being a conservative it completely wipes out any claims to Blackness or any... Um, you know, uh, rights to discussing race and race relations, but it makes me feel better about thinking she was disingenuous to um, to confirm that she's auditioning for the conservative role on The View because I just felt that uh, she had she led with blackness in a way that felt um, I don't want to say phony because I know being black matters to her it probably does, but she just led with it in a way that me that felt to me like a package like she was trying to sell us something and so Mm. so this her like her wanting to be on the view and that she's a conservative woman made me feel like oh okay she's not somebody who cares about race relations and oppression that black people feel in the same way that someone who I might take more seriously does because necessarily conservatism in this country is anti-black. And I don't know how you can walk around leading with your blackness when you are ostensibly a conservative person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a disconnect for me and um yeah it's it's been rough it's been really (laughs) rough (laughs) that's all I could say about that um I I have to admit that like I have to admit that I was a little bit of a dumb bitch because this episode (laughs) it really hammered into me like oh Leah is the problem yes I understand that like this final episode happened a month after it was supposed to because of Sonia and a couple of the crew got COVID. Like, I get that. They they came mm-hmm. back. It was like, it felt very forced. To me, it was like watching like a first, like, I don't, I don't do improv, but like, I'm, I'm thinking like an improv <laughs> class doing like housewives improv. That's what it felt like. It just felt like they were just leaning into like the most basic stereotypes about housewives and just like screaming a lot. And I, yeah, it, uh, it was very, uh, and I don't mean this in the super pejorative way, although perhaps I do, but like, it was very girly. Does that make sense? It was like such a girly episode. It was like a, yeah, it was a sleepover party, like for girls. And that can be fun to be a part of, but you know, for a show that has been so legendary 
and for a show that has like given us such amazing moments and then also you know Ramona being an animal all season but like it was um yeah it was it would just it it was it like kind of sputtered on the way out you know what I mean like it felt like a yeah. fart this last episode like exactly. whatever it is yeah um, <laughs> for sure the- there wasn't like a there wasn't like a a story that felt like uh, conclusive. It, it didn't feel like we had gone on a journey and that the season wrapped up anything. Yeah, it almost felt like like a like what they're doing next week, which is like a shit they didn't show, like hidden scenes. Yeah. Like it just felt like scrap footage packaged in a season finale, which is like say what you will about embarrassing. Dur- but she went out with a bang. She was screaming. <laughs> you know, she let Tinsley have it. And that was everything. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. Do you, would it, is, am I, you can let me know if I'm asking you a dangerous question. Sure, <laughs> do you, sure. Do you have um, theories as to what's going on behind the scenes with the reunion and the not filming? Uh, you know, because Dumois, I I called Dumois like fan fiction a couple yes. months ago, and then and then um and then <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'm gonna unfollow this blog because it doesn't seem to be making any sense. And then all of a sudden, literally every lie possible came from them about the reunion, right? So like, right. I don't. Then I've seen then I've seen stuff in radar online or radar online as my beloved lisa would say they like so i don't i can't tell if radar online is getting their gossip from dumois still if they're if they're citing each other as sources or something so i don't know i don't know what rumors there are i know that um that are credible right i know that ebony said something about having received a date and a location she said that weeks ago Mm. um but I wouldn't know why sh- they would wait so long to. Re- why would you wait until after the finale airs to re- to record? I guess or to shoot. Um, I I do believe that Ramona does not want to go and be called a racist all day. I believe that that is true. I also I, I believe that part part for Luann about, about Luann. I think she doesn't want to be called to the carpet either. Yes, I agree. It's just strange to me that uh, I guess maybe, you know, this is the first time these older white women have had to reckon with that in a real way. Because, I mean, of all the things that they've done on the show to be embarrassed about, I guess being racist is the one that could actually be the most detrimental to their pockets or their images or whatever. But it just seems to me like Ramona... You went to last year's reunion, COVID lady, Miss, Miss, like, lying about donating blood and, you know, partying all over Florida. I don't know. But, yeah, Yeah. I I could believe that Ramona and Luann don't want to show up and be called racist. Um, But I don't understand how that's not cause to fire them because Adrian Maloof got fired for not showing up to a reunion. I guess maybe if it's two of the OGs and the biggest stars that they can't risk that the same way they risked it with Adrian Maloof. But um, people don't show up to reunions all the time. So I don't understand why. I guess if you only have five housewives and two girls, women, I should stop doing that. Two women don't show up, then you don't have a show. But yeah, yeah, 
That sucks. So let's let's discuss the thing that came out yesterday, since those are the newest rumors. So what came out yesterday? Two things that came out from yesterday that I found interesting. One that apparently there's a lot of discord between the women that Leah is not talking to Sonia. And that also Ebony might be feeling some type of way about Leah's behavior on TV or things that I guess Leah may have said that she didn't, she wasn't fully aware of. That's what I <laughs> and maybe did, did you see that she did, was wearing a red scare sweater this episode? Okay, you got to tell me what red scare is because I'm not hip to a uh, psycho online internet stuff. <laughs> I I really try to not like involve myself in that because I don't play with demons like I know <laughs> but it's basically these two girls have a podcast and they're like almost so left that they're right wing again and oh those those folks okay yeah, it, it's that I part. know what you mean when they yeah. hate identity politics, even though they're supposed to be for the people or whatever, that kind yeah. of stuff. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's lame. Are, is Maybe. Red Scare, like, notoriously, like, on the wrong side of stuff all the time? They had Steve Bannon on their podcast. So. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Boo. <laughs> and it Boo. Was like, they were trying to but- like they were trolling him but like you're giving this dude a platform like come on also like not that I think much of Steve Bannon but this guy managed to help win Trump the presidency in 2016 when literally everything should have stopped it and then managed to run the White House perhaps incompetently but did so for a year and a half like it's it's pretty bold to assume that you dicking around on a podcast is enough of a flex to humiliate or outsmart him. You know what exactly. I mean? He, exactly. He's not he's not a bumbling idiot. He might dress like one or try to appear like one, but he's been successful in implementing some of the horrendous things that he wanted to do. So like, yeah, you dicking around with him on a podcast, is it like the humiliation or takedown that you think it is gonna be exactly. you know I thought we were looking that already you know exactly thank you thank you so much um yeah so she oh, like fucks with them they're like yeah they're they're awful um what else did I hear oh that I guess Luann was in Europe and like he's and to talk to your point about how like Ramona and Luann are like digging their heels about going that they were like having to convince Luann to come back from her vacation to do this reunion and yeah i i just have clearly there's something going on i just well, don't I, understand we haven't gotten any yeah. bit of truth <laughs> well i don't think we got the truth um i i think the truth is they don't want to film with ebony i think that that is what the truth is but bravo can't admit that right because that makes the situation for them hairy because they'll have to admit that the OGs are icing out the black woman and there's nothing that they can do about it because they need the OGs. That's a terrible look for Bravo. Terrible yeah. look for the production. Um, and like, I don't know, like if I were Ebony, that would super hurt my feelings. <laughs> like I would, I would Agreed. also like feel a way about it. You know what I mean? Although I will say that um, 
Ebony did go on like Clubhouse and shit every week talking shit about these. <laughs> as she should, as she should. Not that I want to like. Not that I want to compare her to Meghan Markle, but for just for this example's sake, it's kind of giving like, you know, when she said that everybody thought that she was being the monster at Kate and William's wedding, but actually it was like Kate that made her cry. Uh-huh. It's, it's kind of like that. It's like, why are we only getting news about Ebony being difficult when yes. it seems like the opposite is the case? Well, so that was what's crazy to me, right? Like, I'm happy to read negative anything about Ebony because I did not enjoy her. But I there was a there was an expose, quote unquote, expose about Ebony in the Daily Mail that was so nasty. I was like, okay, yes. I can't even enjoy one. I was like, I can't even enjoy this one. It was so nasty. I was like, you guys are reporting about her shoplifting before she was 18. Like, what? It was uh, disgusting, and it went on for so long. I'm like, did the writer have a It was yes. so long. It like, was did so long. It was crazy, and and ultimately, the point of the article was like, oh, Ebony dates Jews, and I was like, okay, right. <laughs> like, I was like, what? Okay, and so that's the thing that makes it hard about and I don't like whatever how hard is my life as a viewer but that's the thing that makes like it weird especially with the new crop of women of color that Bravo has added to the um you know various franchises like adding a woman of color to Dallas made the shit end (laughs) right yeah yeah it's It's um because it, yeah, it's changing the dynamic, and it sucks for the minority that has to deal with all yeah. of the rape thrown at them, and yeah. it's, and it's then like, like having to bear the burden of the season or the franchise being bad, you know? Exactly. It's like it's such a weird because it makes it difficult to talk about them for good or for bad, and mm-hmm. then it makes it difficult to, I mean, to be them for good or for bad and then you know and then like I don't know what I would do if like everything bad about something I just joined was suddenly my fault like I I was talking to Taria from the what else is going on podcast and she was like she's the one who brought to my attention she was like um you know the season 12 rating of Real Housewives York were bad too and I was like oh I didn't know that you know because I tapped out halfway through because I love Dorinda so much and when I saw her doing bad I couldn't take it couldn't watch it no more you know (laughs) so I like disengaged and so I didn't hear and I and you would think that even with all that you know what I'm saying there would have been some way for me to hear how terrible the ratings were for that mm-hmm. season. Nobody mentioned it, never discussed it. And then all of a sudden, season 13's abysmal ratings are the black lady's fault. That's not fair. Right. That's not yeah, fair. No. And she had and she had to uh come out and be like, you should blame the OGs for that. And I'm like, yeah, let's blame the OGs for that. And the same with Tiffany. You have Carrie Duber, who's not even on the show, talking about it's Tiffany's fault that Dallas got canceled. No, it's those white ladies who are crazy. That's it's their fault. That did the, 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 the 
Yeah, I saw it on Reddit. I and you know, oh. Carrie is the only. She's one of the only ones that I liked, and I was like, for maybe Carrie thought that she was gonna get to come back. Maybe started to shoot scenes with them when they were testing scenes or whatever. But it was like, okay, like girl, you're only the only thing you brought to Dallas. As much as I enjoyed you, was telling everybody you fucked Lance 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 Armstrong or whatever. So like. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't out here. You love a doper. Like, don't uh, don't be blaming Tiffany for you wasn't even there. Like, it was just kind of, and I'm like, oh, that's no fair. And then, like, even with Crystal last night, as we'll talk about, it's like, yes, she sucked, but then you know, the response to her is always in inappropriate or at least disproportionate. It's like, damn, like Kathy sucked. Too. You know, it's just um. Yeah. They'll yeah. always get scapegoated, especially when you know audi- white audience members feel like, oh, they're they're interrupting the flow of their favorite show or some shit like that, you know. So, I I agree. Uh, so to end New York on a good note, just for us, who's on your <laughs> dream for next season? Who do you want? My dream. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, so I want to see Luann back. Mm-hmm. Um, full time or friend of? I think friend of for now until she has okay. something going on. Uh, <laughs> because the cabaret can't be your storyline, it no. just can't. Not anymore. Can't this is it's like four seasons now. We can't do it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so Luann, as a friend of, um, I miss Dorinda, but I I think that she needs to have a some sort of like morality clause or something. Like she needs to be like in she needs to be in rehab or something if she's like gonna be brought back. I don't know if they can do that, but like something that me like maybe she needs to be in therapy like officially, you know, while during filming. Yeah. Um, just just to keep her on track because like drinking Dorinda was fun until it wasn't, but sober Dorinda, like whenever we saw her clear, she was amazing in my opinion as well. Um uh ooh, you know who I think should get a second chance? Kristen Takeman. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I liked her. I liked her. I <laughs> said I'm actually watching season seven right now, so I'm like in full Kristen Takeman mode. And like she does give moments, but also she's annoying. And it's <laughs> it's it's a problem for me. Like she's not annoying. annoying. It's like Heather Thompson is also annoying, but I find it like digestible. I also love her. I I, I do. (laughs) I do too. But um, Kristen is like screechy, preachy, annoying, and also I've just heard rumors about her being a monster in her building because I have a friend who has a friend who lives in her building, and apparently she's like a snob. Oh, is she like one of these people who's like, don't get on the elevator with me? Or why is your dog here? Like, is she is she a Karen? I I think she might be bridging on on Karen territory. Oh God. Okay, so if you're black, that you belong in the building. (laughs) Right. Um. I. You know, as much as I just like admit it immediately, like 
you know, had a visceral reaction to you wanting her back on the show. I have a deep secret, which is that I think her husband is really sexy and I like the hats that he wore and I thought he looked hot in them. (laughs) I also think like, listen, I know we get our fair share of toxic relationships on this show, but um, wasn't he like found out to be on Ashley Madison when the leak happened or whatever? Yep. And he said that it was like a boys night thing that like, they just all got drunk and signed up for it one night, but he never Get did anything. Get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no. Don't buy that for a second. Why would you why would you all why would you be at a party with your boys and you guys all whip out your laptops and your credit right. cards and signing up, you loser? You exactly. dork. There's there are strippers for that dork. He's a liar. Right. With him. See, this is the kind of foolishness I would want to see on the show. But you know, they seem very image conscious, so they wouldn't probably share that very much on the show. But that, like, I think would be fun. And I think you know, Heather being friends with the Ashley Madison husband over Kristen would have been a cool dynamic to try and figure out. Like, does Heather believe yeah. the husband, or does she side with the wife? That could have been cool. That would have. Um, I, I I I love Heather and I'm disappointed that she let someone as whack as Leah run her off. I really, really wanted to see her. Um, um and I think, you know, even though she wasn't the greatest in the conversation with um about race at Ramona's house, I don't think Ramona would have behaved any way near the way she behaved at the uh, Shabbat dinner had Heather been there. And I don't think she would have continued to misbehave at Luann's charity dinner. Like Heather, I think would have been there to be like, Ramona, calm the fuck down. Um, She would have popped off. She would have not allowed her to eat. Um, She, it would have been a whole thing. And isn't Heather Jewish? Like, I think Heather would have had, like, oh, her husband's Jewish, but I her think husband. Heather would have had the re- the uh, appropriate amount of reverence or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just wouldn't have... Heather's one of those people who, like, you can't pull shit with her. You know what I'm saying? Even when Leah was trying to flex or whatever, she just didn't pay shorty attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I think there would have been some like reeling in, you know, and then uh, I, uh, the same sort of stipulation that I would like to see for Dorinda, I would like to see for Sonia. You need to be in therapy to shoot. You need Mm -hmm. to be seeing someone about your drinking to shoot. Would love to see that. Because I also think that a Sonia redemption arc is like, I don't know, 10 years in the making at this point, right? Like, Every year, it's about the fall of the the grand, you know, lady, Lady yeah. Morgan. Every year, yeah. we get, like, a different iteration of that. And I think a sober season for Sonya, and not when she's fake sober, like she was three seasons ago or whatever season that was. Right. Like, a, a, a season of Sonya actually getting together would be, like, super cool. And so I'd like to see that. Um, I don't want Leah back. Um, I think we should get Ebony back just to see what she would be like without Leah and in response to some of the feedback that she did get. I hope she didn't take all of it to heart because a lot of it was just pure racism. But like 
something about her, like some of the feedback about her being inauthentic or whatever. I would love to see Ebony let her guard down, see what she looks like when she does that. I want to yeah. see Bershawn again. Um, because I don't think she got a fair shake, really. Um, and I don't think I need Ramona. I don't think I need no. Ramona. Let's see what we could do without Ramona. <laughs> no, nobody needs Ramona. Nobody. <laughs> I could not. Like, can you believe she behaved that way? Like, I know we're, like, not talking about that episode or whatever. But, like, can you believe it? Like, in real life that happened. Because I know that they're shooting a TV show, right? But, like, in real life, they was at somebody's dinner and Ramona behaved like that. It's It's truly confounding to me. Like... I know that at her core, it's just maggots, right? Like, she's rotten, and I get that. But (laughs) you think that she would at least, like, float above herself and see what she's doing? Like, for somebody who touts herself as, like, I need this kind of man because I'm the 1% and I'm hopping on yachts and I'm, you know, Mm -hmm. in this elite upper class, upper echelon people, like, she behaves like a barnyard animal and it's how is that not embarrassing to her? God, I'm trying to talk to you. No, you're not trying to talk to me. You're trying to accuse me of lying and I'm not a liar. Do you know something about my life that I don't? If you do, speak up. I'm very interested to know. Look at me. I'll go head on with you all f***ing day. I'm telling the truth. I am not a liar. You have a lot of f***ing nerve. Don't talk to me like that. Or what? Seriously. Or what? <laughs> or nothing. Right, exactly. I Shut don't... the f- up. You have no idea what you're talking about. Nothing. Okay, let's talk about this incredible episode of Beverly Hills. I was saying that earlier in the season, I had been wondering why we haven't seen a whole lot of Dorit, but now I get it. Like, I don't understand why we're on this journey with her with the wedding dresses. I don't care. I don't care about PK being an alleged visionary when he's just sitting there on the couch. (laughs) uh, Call this dress with the pearls on it the pearl. Call this dress the woman. Like, she's really trying to set it up. Like, there have been rumblings about PK being too involved in her businesses, but, like, she trusts him. Like, I don't care. (laughs) inconsequential like there it's not going to matter on a business end like what you named these dresses for your capsule collection like it who cares he can do whatever he (laughs) wants like name name the fucking dresses i don't care that's so funny because i certainly did not care about that before this scene but literally right before she said people were i was like why is he naming your shit i really did have that (laughs) I, mean, you know, I, I get itchy when men be all up in the because the thing that it made me feel was like I was like oh isn't PK like between the both of them is two scammers right they're, they're both scammers but I feel like in their in their marriage PK is the lead scammer right and so I'm just like damn you like if she don't have something that's hers, if he puts his scamming fingers all over it, then it's going to turn into a scam. You know what I'm saying? He's going to taint 
whatever she got going with scam. I'm like, if she has a legitimate dress business, let her have it. Don't stake your claim on nothing. Because right. if, if he gets to be like, no, I get a cut of this because I did this, blah, blah, blah. Then now, you know, whatever investors he owes, whatever might come to collect off of hers. It might be communal property anyway, since they're married. But I'm just like, no, Doreen, don't let him put his scamming on your dresses. And so then she's like, no, he's all in, and I'm like, "Fuck!" Well, I guess they scamming together. It's a, it's a, it's a duo. It's a duo scammers. I, yeah, I agree with you. I, first of all, th- what about Dorit's brand of anything makes you think wedding dresses? Like nothing. It's not mm-hmm. like Dorit has. Like when Dor, I love Dorit's um, commitment to fashion. Up until two weeks ago, I was a Dorit fan. You know what I mean? Same. Like I love. A beaut I love a beautiful scammer, okay? I need mean, I mean Joanne the scammer, Joanne Prada. Like I love that. You know, you're just gonna be gorgeous, spending other people's money, you know. I just think that it's so fun when I'm you're scamming that. people who aren't vulnerable, right? Like if it's business right. to business scamming, am I gonna be mad? If you gotta if you have a couple million dollars to invest in an obvious trick like PK, I'm not mad you lost your money. But like with Erica Jane, for example, like the people he stole from was so offensive. You can't even play with. It's not beautiful scamming no more. But but like, like I want, there's nothing about Dorit's brand that we've seen in the last, what, six years that makes me think, oh, if I, for one of the most important days of my life, I'll put it in the hands of Dorit Kemsley. Like, what the fuck? No. She really has like the most all over the place brand. Like, book the lemon room from the, me, the <laughs> Beverly Beach. Um, and ever, now did we ever see? Did we ever see what that room looks like? Yeah, it looked like a bunch of plastic lemons. Oh my god, I don't even remember. That's how bad it was. SMH. Oh no, damn. <laughs> I, I was hoping the pandemic would be over before I moved to Cal- moved back from California because I did want to go to the Buca de Beppo and see it. I like <laughs> did want to go, but I guess you know they never opened before I moved. Shame. Yeah, I, like, I actually just saw it on TikTok like a couple weeks ago. They must have just recently opened, but yeah, that would have been before you left or after you uh, left. Oh uh, yeah, well, that's okay. Um, it probably like Dory is like a, a a getting to put on Instagram or like TikTok or whatever that I went to this terrible restaurant to laugh at. Dory wouldn't have been worth the money I spent eating like really really generic pasta. So it's yeah, I mean, did you really want to spend like forty five dollars on you know chicken parm for four by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. It wouldn't. Have, it w- it wouldn't have. It wouldn't have been by myself. I would have drugged somebody to waste their money with me. I'm not spending all that money by myself for these family-sized portions. Hell no. <laughs> oh gosh. So then we see Kyle go over to Sutton's new place, and somebody needs to tell, like, just whisper to Kyle that, like, this like landlord flex that you think is so funny is like, we're off that. So we're off to the rich. It's like, she thinks this is really cute too. And it's not, but girl. Like, even if we not on that ether shit, like even if that weren't the climate that we're in right now, you think it's cool to be on TV, like just lording over your friend that they're paying you. Like what a tacky thing to do. You know what I'm right. saying? Like 
just in general, like, you're probably, like, overcharging her, in my opinion. I don't believe she gave Sutton no discount method. And, like, it's just a weird thing. You know, I just, you never, I guess, that you never do business with friends or whatever. Like, introducing that you owe me money dynamic into your friendship is super whack. And, like, yeah. you know... And then when you're doing this, this, the flexing cash, whatever, in confessionals, you loser. If every time you came around and every time I showed you something, you talked about how you own it, that it's yours, whatever that you paying me, I would get out. I would, I would get me and my kids the nicest hotel possible. Like, fuck that. It's corny, Kyle. You, Kyle's such a loser. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And now we said it. It's it's whack. Like, even if, like, we know that Sutton's good for it. It's not like she, you know, this is not like a Kim situation where, like, you know, she would be doing her a solid financially because, you know, they're just not on the same page. This, like, Sutton's good for it. And even still, like, it's gross. Yeah, you're right. Just, like, lording this over her, it's, it's gross. It's a gross look. And because, like, it's just... And and also, like, Sutton has more money than you. You know what I mean? So, like, it's a weirder flex. It's a weirder flex. Because it's like, Sutton is doing, if anything, Sutton's doing you a solid, paying you rent. Right. You know what I mean? Because she could go pay anybody rent. She owns a minor league baseball team, for God's sake, that she didn't even know about. Like, girl, right. sit down somewhere. The thing that highlights for me is, like, and we know this. We've been watching this show for however many years. Like, Kyle is so obsessed with money and so envious. She's very green-eyed. She's always looking at what other people have and she wants mm-hmm. it or wants to outdo it. And, like, you know, the fact that she's, like, just so concerned with... I don't know. She's just she's just so focused on money in a way that is extremely, extremely off-putting. And I know that this show is a bunch of people who are obsessed with money. I get it. But, like... Kyle has like a green-eyedness that is really, really, uh, yeah. It's and it's like desperate almost. I can't explain it any better than that. It's just like no, you're she, like, it's it's such new money, and it's like you've been rich for a while, girl. Like get over it. <laughs> and it's like, and she wants more. She's always thinking about more, more, and more. Right? She's just a very greedy person, it seems to me. And um, when she said a couple weeks ago to D- Garcelle at that party at her house that like greed changes people and I'm like yes bitch you you stole your sister's house (laughs) and I would like to say something that we as uh, Housewives fans don't really talk about too much that I think Kyle should be grateful every day that it doesn't come out more is that I think it was either LVP or Camille or somebody years ago brought up the point that Kyle likes to cozy up to people when they're selling their houses and oh, be friends really? with them. And she and Mauricio go like full court tag team on them because she did it with Lisa when she was selling her house. She did it with somebody else. And oh. Teddy, she she teamed up with Teddy and nobody talks about that. How they're always sneaking around trying to sell houses and get commissions off their friends. So oh. I Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. But doesn't Mauricio give you slimy vibes? He's not quite as slimy as PK, but I I feel like he's either always stoned or he's always trying to sell me something. It's like one of the two. He's never yeah. like, when he's sober, he doesn't feel honest 
to me, which is insane because Kyle insists about honest, you know. Yeah, there is something about their relationship that I always side-eye. Even though I think he's hot, and honestly, Stoner Mauricio is my favorite iteration of Mauricio. <laughs> um, but that's just me. That's because I'm a sick person. But um, what happens there? Okay, so this kind of sets us up for the eventual dinner party that they sit down in the backyard. Sutton says she's going to lay it all out on the line with Erica at Kathy's dinner. Um, she's going to say everything that she didn't say, and she's just going to just be completely, completely honest. And Mm -hmm. they get into this conversation of Kyle, brilliant, always putting the ideas out there, but then just reeling it in so she doesn't get caught. She's like, do you really think that Erica was lying? And Sutton's like, well, yeah, I think she lied about that car story for one. And... Mm -hmm. You know, I just feel like there's a lot of untruths happening. And she's right. Like, Erica had to be lying about something. Right. She had to. I mean, there's just no way around it. Like, why? What Erica should be doing is saying, yeah, I did lie about this car crash story to protect Tom. Leave me alone. You know, she's she's not going to do that on camera. (laughs) She's not. I, I mean, it's it's it's. What is she doing, Ray? What is she? What is Erica what is, doing? Um, Erica is doing what a lot of assholes do, which is thinking that they're smarter than everybody. Yeah. That's probably what Tom has been doing their whole marriage. She probably learned it, um, mm-hmm. thinking she's smarter than everybody, and then realizing that hey, maybe other people are just as smart, if not smarter. Like, I mean, I think that's what she's doing. I think she tried to use the show to sell Tom's defense, like Sutton Suspect. And she probably counted on them being more scared of her than they are. I mean, they're all scared of her, obviously. But I think she counted on it a lot more than she should have. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, you can do what you want to intimidate people, but... If my money or my reputation is at stake, like you can't back me into a corner to take hits because of you. I might give you some grace, but when it starts to be like, we'll get to when Dory's like, but our names are in the articles too. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, we're going to have to do something about it. Okay. We're going to have to talk about it because it's not going to be me helping you still, or nobody's going to get to be in the tabloids saying that I helped you still. So I don't yeah. know what Eric's doing. I don't, did she think that nobody was going to poke holes in her lies? Like, I just don't, yeah, I'm just as confused as you. You know what I mean? But, you know, the thing is, the rest of the women bought her bad bitch stick for six years, that bullshit she'd be doing. Did you, like, I mean, I have never enjoyed her. And in part because she was so self-serious and, like, you know, concerned with her image and trying to project something that felt completely inauthentic to me. And I guess maybe because she thought these women let her do it for seven years. I don't know how we do a show where Kyle is going around telling everybody, be honest, be honest. And Erica's never had to be. Mm -hmm. I don't get how that works. But I guess maybe Erica thought that that would carry over into her seventh season. Be honest. I hate her. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, 
and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. So I've been watching the last, I mean, basically since the LA Times article came out, Mm -hmm. I've been watching this through the lens of thinking in, in the back of my mind, okay, clearly there have been conversations being had behind the scenes. Like, we know this. This is going to happen. Of course. Like, this is just obvious. Like, duh. But there seems to be something, like, highly rehearsed, and yet, like, when it comes time for, like, the actual play to come off, it just comes off as very fake. Um, yeah. So, clearly, like, in my mind, the Fox Force 5, so, it, you know, in terms of women that we're talking about on the show, Erica... Kyle, Lisa, and Dorit have been having conversations about how they're going to handle this. Yeah, there think, are there are yeah. two group chats, right? There's yeah. the all seven of them group chat, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the then there's the Fox Force Five group chat, right? And then there's the Rina, Erica, Kyle group chat that Dorit's yeah. not part of. Exactly, exactly. So to refer to the Rina. Erica, Kyle, like, I think there's also like a, a Kyle, Lisa, Dorit conversation being had. And I think. Oh, without Erica in it. Got it. Yes. Yes. And I think somebody must have gotten it to them. Like, okay, we can't just be like fully blindly supportive of her. Like we have to say something and I, it's more happening with Kyle and Dorit than it is for Lisa. Like, I don't know what the fuck Lisa's doing. She's never wavered from the support of Erica, but at least we see Kyle and Dorit doing it at some point. Right. I, I just, the thing is, is it, it's almost it's almost admirable how committed to being an asshole Lisa Runa is that she has yeah. not once questioned Erica on TV. I'm like, what? Not even a little bit? Not even a not little even bit? Okay. So... It's, at least at least Rena at least Rena's got some stick to it in this you know what I'm saying like her her daughter's gonna be pimped out to Scott Disick no matter what you say and she gonna be friends with Erica no matter what you say you know what I mean like oh man has goals that woman has goals and she attains them okay (laughs) she is gonna be Yolanda Hadid come hell or high water okay that's it that's it (laughs) it's embarrassing Um, it's embarrassing i don't know how she's how she doesn't look at herself on tv and go i have humiliated myself and my family like i don't but if you live in humiliation that deep you got to live in delusion too i suppose but my god this lady (laughs) (laughs) um our next scene we see crystal having the girls over for dinner shout out to our girl chai who tweeted that Crystal only invited the girls who actually eat, which was absolutely correct. Um, yes. That, 
<laughs> the food looks so good. The only it time did. I get to Erica this season is when she saw those scallion pancakes and started clapping. I was like, girl. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I need Crystal to be, and I know you don't really care for her, but I want her to be the West Coast Ina Garden. Like, I want, you know, the Lisa Vanderpump thing show that she got on E, the like mm-hmm. over service. I want to see I want to see that with with the Minkoffs like I want to come to their house I want to eat traditional Chinese food I want you know the high ballers from Disney I want um, (laughs) you want Simba (laughs) I want like actual people I want actual people there and not like Lance Bass you know I don't want to see Lance Bass on the table I love it it, Lance Bass has been impressive in his post sync era because he was the least useful person in, in sync. Never had a solo, couldn't really dance, but he milks that shit for, for everything. For every, he was on the circle last season. Like, for what? Like, why? I was like a full on NSYNC stan, and I couldn't to this day tell you what Lance's singing voice sounds like. I have no idea. No clue. I have no clue. No clue. <laughs> like, like, because I know, okay, I remember that Chris got a couple solos. I was surprised by how good his voice was on I Drive Myself Crazy. I am a full-on J.C. Chazé apologist. That is my nigga. And then I hate Justin Timberlake for what he did to Britney and Janet, but we can be honest and say he was very vital and important to the group. And at least Joey could dance, right? What did right. Lance do? Besides date Topanga, <laughs> like, what did he do? What did he do? Crossing his tips. I have no idea. Um, so weird. But I agree with you that I could, I, the reason I don't want, I could, I want Crystal to get a show, but I don't want it to be a dinner party show because I don't think she's interesting enough to have people in conversation with her if she had it like oh she, like half of the show so let's say the episode is half hour and it was like 15 minutes of preparation and then no 20 minutes of preparation and then 10 minutes of eating at the dinner table I could get into it yeah like an Ina's party sort of thing like an I, I see yeah. her on in a garden wave um so this was an interesting conversation being had at Crystal's house. Um, uh, Garcelle clearly let, uh, felt like very confused by what was happening. Um, and like I said, you don't really care for Crystal. And this was the moment where I was like, damn, I did not like this. And also you were completely right. Like it the <laughs> jumped out. I did not like that. I did not like that look on her. They're talking about how, you know, Sutton cares about her reputation and be, you know, her standing at the Augusta country club and Erica, Kathy and Crystal are all on some, like, I don't know her shit. Like we don't see her in our circles. We've never heard of her. Um, you know, if anybody should be concerned about their reputation, it should be Kathy V. Hilton. Um, so we don't, you know, why are we having this conversation about Sutton? Um, Which it, was so stupid to me because Kathy's reputation is shit. Like, let's be right. real about it. 
Like, it's not like she has a great reputation, but in L.A., you can be controversial and rich enough for people to pretend that that's not the case. That doesn't mean that other people should just ignore their reputations. It just means that Kathy's famous despite her terror of children. She has four terrorist children. I think Nikki might be the only decent one. So three terrible kids. That's just her being so rich, no one cares. That's not like Kathy's reputation matters more than... What? What are you people talking about? What? (laughs) And also, like, all this this shit is so relative. Like, why would Sutton know Kathy's circle of friends? Like, why would she? She's from Georgia. She's from her Georgia money. And, like... Who, who cares who gives a shit and also garcelle thank you for being like i never heard of crystal i heard of rob mean cough right. but i know crystal like let's break it all the way down erica nobody knew who you were before getting on the show <laughs> crystal <laughs> nobody knew who you were you guys are in the same boat as sutton nobody knew who any of y'all were before you got on the show but you know who they did know garcelle thank you yes Yes. Garcelle Fancy Bovet. He knew her. Fancy. 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 And she's so beautiful on the Jamie Foxx show. Just so pretty. And it makes sense. Um, But but also just kind of like, so, you know, like you mentioned, I never cared for Crystal. And even when I was on her side for the... um, whole thing about the race conversation and for parts of the violation gate or whatever situation it always seemed to me that she didn't hate Sutton because of the Karen shit she hated Sutton because she thinks Sutton is the runt of the group right it also (laughs) just it also just so happened that Sutton did obnoxious horrendous things that she should have been gotten on for like that whole interrupting Kyle and her thing was so out of line I can't even tell you and then the whole um I don't even think Sutton behaved so poorly with the violate gate I understand that Crystal felt violate I just she but when she kept going around telling people the story she was always putting 20 on 10 exaggerating the extent to which Sutton lingered and then promised to not mention it and then mentioned it. And then even, you know, the whole incident with like Sutton, her kicking Sutton on the table and Sutton overreacted. The way she screamed at Sutton that night, it was just like, okay, like you have good reason to not fuck with her, but there's something else. Like you really don't like her. Like you think she's beneath you. And so I got the sense that it was like, it was like she thinks Sutton is a fucking dork, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like didn't want the uh stigma of being lumped with the outsiders with Sutton. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, you know, when you go to school and you see the weirdo and you don't want anybody to think you're a weirdo like her just because y'all are new and you <laughs> hung out together for a little bit because you're the new girls at school. And it was just like this scene made me go, oh, yeah, exactly. She thinks she's better than Sutton. Like, she was like, her voice is awkward. It's like, girl, what? Like, you're yeah. awkward. You're awkward. And, and it's so crazy to me. The, the other two, like, you and Kathy both think the same thing about Erica. You just not saying it. To right. fit in with the 
school kids. I don't understand what's, I just, you know, obviously like group dynamics, they don't totally change. There's always the more charismatic, popular people, even as you're 50 and 60 or whatever, there's still cliques, whatever. But it was like so astonishing to see how quickly they reverted to childishness. It was so bizarre. I was like, oh, Crystal was an asshole in high school. Either she was the asshole or she got relentlessly bullied and now she's assholing on other people. It was it was gross. No, I agree. It got real like classes. And it, he, when Kathy was like, you know, if Sutton behaved like that in our circles and Crystal finished it by saying like she'd be back in Augusta. Like, oh, that's and, uh, what are you like? What are you doing? You weirdo. And listen. I don't mean this in a like slut shamey way, but it's just so crazy to me that these women who are nothing if not for marrying up feel right. so comfortable shitting on other people. These this wealth that you've acquired, this status that you've acquired, it's not yours. You didn't make a right. hundred million dollars. You didn't make a hundred million dollars. Kathy, you married. You married into you, Kathy's husband. Didn't even make the millions that sh- they own. Kathy's mm-hmm. husband in, in, inherited and then maybe invested to make that money. Right? He runs a family business. Right? Yeah. That's not anything. Any what you did, Kathy, was go to the right parties and snag the right dick. Right? You didn't do anything that makes you inherently better than anybody. Not in, even if you had worked for the money, you wouldn't be better than anybody as a person fundamentally just because of it and you crystal you were 20 years old dating some some 40 something man some older man crept on you and and that makes you better now you keep talking about his movies what have you done what have you done what have you done even that business sorry no go ahead Oh, I just Even there seems to be yeah. like a hierarchy of women who marry the guys who are like decent looking and rich as fuck. So it's like, like oh, you know, it makes more sense for us to be together because like we kind of match, and like it's not like a total robbing the cradle situation because I can like sit at the tables and have these conversations, and I, I just like I don't, I don't really, I don't get what they were doing. That was upsetting to me. Yeah, it was like, it was like weird. And I don't understand, like, I don't get the sense that Kathy likes Erica. So I just don't understand what she was doing at that table. But you know, when you get a bunch of like, shitty people in a room together, they get to be a shitty like, yeah. I don't know. I don't, get the, I don't even get the sense that um, I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I didn't either. Um, let's, I mean, we don't really have to talk about Kyle and, and John Turturro's anniversary dinner. Um, I've never made that connection, but you are so right. <laughs> like, uncanny, uncanny. Um, You're so spot on. Oh my God. <laughs> I did love seeing the realness of their relationship. It's like Kyle's finding seven different ways to say the same thing, which is I didn't have the foundation of a good relationship. So I didn't think that I could be married for 25 years. And Mauricio's like, yeah, can I have this last crab thing? Cause you've already said this. Like, <laughs> so like, can we finish? I mean, yeah. that was funny to me. 
And when he giggled, I I love that he giggled so much because I'm always, you know, I have I have Real Housewives PTSD in that every time you see a couple, somebody's trying to convince you, like the wife, the wife thinks her man loves her, but the audience is like, that man don't want you. He hates you. And so the way he giggled, I, I'm pretty sure he was stoned, but I was like, I'm glad he loves his wife. That's a man who he loves does. his wife. He does. And I and I love to see that. Um, and he loves her enough to like roast her on TV. Like that's really what I want to yeah. see. Because Carly deserves that. Honestly. Yeah, she, um, does. she deserves a lot of roasting for sure. <laughs> so, okay. Now let's head over to Casa de Hilton. Um, wow. Okay. I Like I'm getting chills already. So, <laughs> the, Kyle calls Kathy to see what she's wearing. Kathy's too rich and ordering the staff around. She's like, I don't have time for this. Blueberries, flower arrangements, bye, Kyle. Like, figure out <laughs> on your own. Um, and then Kathy says in a confessional that her pet peeve is when people show up five to ten minutes early because that's when she's doing the things like making sure the perfumes in the bathroom are not spoiled and making sure that soaps are good and the lighting is right. And, of course, the first person to arrive early is Lisa Rinna. Um, so oh my god can you imagine if can you imagine if you need five or ten minutes of peace before everything gets started and that person walks through your door too high in a a periwinkle suit suit like excuse me suit suit she looks like cam calloway in that outfit like word like what are you doing? <laughs> She's making a lot of choices. Making, and the hair, and it can't be big hair with big clothes, right? It has to be sleek Thank hair you. with an oversized, you know. And you. it it can't be, and it can't be like you said, zoot suit. It can't be big top and big bottom. There needs to be some balance here, and yeah. it's like even. And like, even if you're gonna go big suit, right? You're still a woman. And the idea is that you would want something to accentuate your feminine body. Why wouldn't it be a big shoulder and it tapers in tapers. so that you have a slim yep. waist? Even if, yep. even if the taper is still like oversized, there was no shape to the outfit. And then she had bell-bottom-esque pant legs and I'm like what who's dressing you she's dressing herself you think she's dressing herself I think she got that from like a Dick Tracy estate sale like what <laughs> uh, <laughs> she killed she really annoys the fuck out of me um and so also, like for like forgive me I like I don't know the rules of engagement when you have a house staff right I'll never be that rich I'll never have a staff in my home but, like, I don't know, the banter between her and Patrick, I was just like, are, like, you're doing, I know that you're supposed to be kind to the, the staff, but, like, it felt like she was like, oh, I don't know, it, it just felt like, see, I'm nice to staff kind of thing. Did that make mm. sense to you? I don't know. Yeah. It I was do. just like, it felt very performative, like, Oh, look, I'm bantering with the butler kind of thing. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. You shouldn't ignore, you shouldn't ignore the staff, but it just felt like, 
very performative, you know. I don't know. No, I agree. It was like she was like at a like an amusement park. Like he was a character yeah. he was talking to. Um Yes. Yes. And it was strange. It was very strange. It was strange. Um, but like you know how we know that Kathy's really wealthy is that she not even had like white people on her staff. They were all European. Like these were French yes. like they were French. Patrick, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like if it's like if it were an American, it would have been like I don't know someone brown for sure. You know, yeah, that is real money. And they're like white gloves with the silver platter, as they mentioned. Yeah, that's money, money. That's like some real Downton Abbey shit. Um, yeah. So those people had to go to school for that shit. You know, exactly, exactly. Um, so the girls start filing in. Um, and then they're kind of like making their way to the table, kind of, some of them are going to the bathroom. So who we see at the dining room table is Erica, Kyle, and Sutton. And Sutton is like, okay, I'm going to take this moment because not everybody's here to tell you the truth, be forthright about what it is that I said at Dorit's house, what I was talking about at Kyle's Christmas dinner. And Sutton sitting down, Erica standing up, brilliant. That Kathy sat them next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> She's messy um, like her sister. Exactly. Kyle probably moved the name cards over. Um, <laughs> she, Erica shuts her down. She's like, I, I don't want to talk to, I don't need to hear what you said. I've heard it from everybody, what you've been saying. And I have enough problems. And then we get into deep voice, uh, Erica, which is how we're, we're at like oh. death three at this point. Um, I have enough. <laughs> I only have the capacity for things that really matter, and your opinion does not matter. And then she walks away. And uh, I hate, I hate tenor Erica. I hate tenor <laughs> Erica. She baritone Erica is so whack. She's so whack. First of all, like the excuse she gave didn't really hold water for me at all it's like girl you're not avoiding her because you don't care you're avoiding her because you care because you know she's right is the thing exactly like erica's gonna be the first person who says i want to hear it from you directly so why are you being like Mm -hmm. oh no i heard it from everybody else that's sufficient like no exactly you know what she's about to say and you're not gonna want it on air so that's why you're shutting down yep and and it's like and it and it's like uh she also has said it before it's so weird i'm like they both are seeming to have memory lapses because with the exception of she thinks erica's lying about the divorce in particular she's already said she thinks erica's lying and asked her all the things to her face so i don't understand I don't understand why Sutton feels the need to reiterate. Maybe because she felt like she'd been ambushed and cut off at Kyle's Christmas party. And then I don't understand why Erica's acting like Sutton's talking behind her back and not talking to her face. Maybe it's the way that they are all rehashing the stories together, her, Lisa, and Kyle, and they're all pushing it off onto Sutton in a way that makes Sutton sound more guilty in Erica's head. But like, we've all, this is, if I feel the same thing I felt with Dorit and Garcelle. I'm like, didn't we talk? I've said everything to your face. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. I, I, yeah, it's like living in a bizarre world where like nothing, it's just like whatever flies out of somebody's mouth at the moment is the gospel truth. And now you have to like defend yourself out of like the bullshit that just came out of somebody's mouth. It, it doesn't make any sense. 
they clearly have like decided to put on a united front against Sutton and Garcelle and it's bullshit to me. Like it's never going to make sense to me why Erica is not mad at Dorit. <laughs> like everybody's been saying you you straight up said that everything that I knew about this woman is diametrically opposed to the person that I know now, which is like a significantly worse thing to say than just like, are you telling the truth? Like right. you're saying, you, you saying I'm a fraud. You, you called me a fraud. You said that everything I've shown you for six years is a fraud. That's what you said. But she doesn't know Dory said that. And right. Sutton, Sutton and Garcelle are too decent. Because I'd have been like, and this bitch said that, and that bitch said this, and this hoe, and that hoe. She said this, and it. I, like, Garcelle, even in this dinner, I was like, you guys are being too nice to this. I don't understand how Erica gets to talk to them like they are dirt under her shoe. And not a single person comes in and says, yo, chill. Like, nobody. It's astonishing. Yeah. Everybody, all y'all need to be called to the carpet. And Erica needs to hear the truth of what all of you guys said, because she's not going to be happy with any one of you, except for maybe Lisa, <laughs> with the exception of Lisa. But also, like, but also, who gives a fuck what she's happy with? Like, for me, right. like, if, like, if I were Sutton, I would rest on the fact that Shorty's probably going to go down. So I'd be like, I, you a broke bitch in five minutes. So you, I don't need, I don't need to be scared of you. Like if they're scared of her, cause I'm trying to think of like, what would be the sway that she holds over the group? She was fan favorite for some reason for a good long time, but she sure ain't going to be fan favorite after this season. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, she was rich. Tom was rich, but she sure ain't going to be rich after this season. So what are they scared of? You have the LA time stuff. But by this time, we're shooting, what, it's around February? It's January, February? By then, we had heard a bunch of other shit. So it's not like more shit that's coming out is going to exonerate her. I don't understand the power she has. It has no basis anymore. I I agree. Like, let's, if we're really going to talk strategy, let's talk strategy. Like, if we're approaching this from a point where in a perfect world, Erica gets exonerated on everything. It comes out that she's totally innocent, blah, blah, blah. Then the worst thing that can happen to the people who didn't believe her is that they were like, hey, this looked really bad. I didn't like it. And so I responded to the hard facts. Like, there's no crime. Right. Um, Right. and, And if she ends up being what we assume is going to happen is that she's going to get in trouble for something, then you're right. And Lisa, Rena, like, you're going to look like a dumbass. So, like, I don't know. There's really no, like, I, you know what I, I mean? Like, but then again, this is the franchise that has been on the wrong side of the audience for four seasons in a row. So their instincts are all wrong. But I just, yeah. like, I'm, one, I'm wondering, like, it, for this is what's crazy to me also erica is transferring onto sutton things that everybody feels right not just yeah. within their group within their their social circle outside because remember when um when at kyle's dinner they were like um fuck 
at Kyle's dinner, when Erica comes to the house, she goes, thank you for having me, you know, since I'm radioactive right now. Thank so you. I pointed that out too. It's like, she knows. She knows what the reputation is. So why is she acting all of a sudden like, um, like nobody else is, like nobody else sees her as radioactive? That's such a bizarre thing to me. She also said at that same dinner, if you want to be friends with me, I understand. If you don't want to be, oh, if you want to be friends with me, thank you. If you don't, I understand. So why is she suddenly not understanding? I'm confused. Exactly. And I have to have like 50% appreciation for Dorit and Kyle at least halfway saying, hey, girl, like, let's be understanding. Like, you you have to understand that we've thought about this. (laughs) And the the way that she's acting like... it is preposterous that any of you guys would consider yourselves when all of these horrific headlines are being placed. Like, Dorit even had to be like, girl, you know that when the shit comes out, we we get associated with it. Like, our names are with it, just like yours. And, like, girl, like, you have to give us something. <laughs> like, they were right. really trying to be like, Erica, come on, girl. Like, you have to, if you give us nothing else, at least give us that. It, it's Right. And, and they and also like Erica, I guess they're not allowed to break the fourth wall. But like yeah. Erica, we're sh- we're shooting a TV show together. You are in scenes talking about this case. And so like Dury said, we don't want to get subpoenaed. You are using us to propagate lies in defense of your husband on camera. And if we not in agreement or look like we agree or know something, we're going to get in trouble. I don't understand mm-hmm. this. All. Like, it's not fair for you to make me take on what could be a legal problem for me in the by way of subpoena and then get sassy with me for noticing that that's a possibility because I know you wouldn't do the same for me. I know you wouldn't do the same for me. You out here telling everybody that Sutton ain't your friend. So if we not friends, why I got to get into legal trouble with you? Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. I was so uncomfortable slash infuriated with her response to Garcelle, who was like, giving her way more compassion that she deserved and trying to be kind to really? her. Really? You were, you were, you, what? That's so interesting. I saw a lot of people say that. What was uncomfortable about that for you? I didn't like that she snatched her hand, her head away from her. I just thought like to, to act like Garcelle was trying to be even nicer than Dorit and Kyle, but being like, I'm going to approach this in the softest way to just be like, okay, like, just on a human level, do you understand why people might consider, like, at some point, it's going to flash in their mind, like, what their responsibility or what it might look like being associated with you? Like, she was really, really trying more than she needed to. And I just, I just didn't like the hand snatching away. Like, it, I, I just didn't like it. Okay. I think I get that. But in that moment, I was disappointed in Garcelle. I was like, why are you giving her this grace? I was like, why are you touching her? 
I'm like, why are you touching her? Why are you trying to placate her? Even when Dory, when she says to Dory, leave it alone. Why? Why should we leave it alone? Like, I actually thought Garcelle was being corny in that moment because Garcelle was the person at the table at Kyle's house, like, fuck Tom, you know, the victims come first. And here we are making Erica feel better about being a victim. No, ask her the questions. Let her let her deal with it. Don't wipe away her tears. And if and if I am in Erica's position and I'm trying to put on this act like I'm the victim, everybody, it makes sense to recoil away from Garcelle. Don't touch me when you guys are all still talking about me. I thought that Erica's response is a response I would have if I were in Erica's position. I just would never be in Erica's position because I don't steal. And then Garcelle, I just don't know. Sometimes with Garcelle, I feel like um, uh, I feel like her frustration is warranted most of the time but I think Garcelle does a a lot more go along to get along than I would like from her sometimes so I just kind of was like in this moment like why are you touching on this why are you touching this like leave her alone don't touch her yeah sorry I just wonder if like maybe there was a part of her that was like okay she's not getting it so like let the mouse go I don't know but, uh, but I, I, I support and I hear what you're saying and I, I don't disagree I don't disagree imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Um, when Erica goes into this, like, cat on a hot tin roof monologue of, like, Dorit, look at me. Come on, Dorit. Dorit just like crumbles immediately. It's like, oh, Erica, like, I I cannot do this. It just breaks my fucking heart every time. And why are all of you talking? Why are you? I'm looking at every one of you. Why are you? As she's sobbing, as she. As she's leaving the tracks of tears, like she's got streak marks over her, her, te- her tears are dripping into caviar pie. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. You are garnishing, you are garnishing caviar pie with the salt in your tears. You brat. Like, are you kidding me? I don't know. I would have started laughing. I'm sorry. I think I would have started laughing. At the I just would have started laughing. This is absurd. We just- served by a butler wearing white gloves caviar like 
I would I would have started laughing. I would have been like, this is absurd. This is absolutely absurd. And it's absurd. Absolutely. You know that Kathy probably had that shipped from like the Petrosian overnight. Exactly. Look at my life. Look at my life. As you're in like full makeup, you're in full glam, your hair is so shiny, it looks plastic. Like you're in even you if you didn't drive yourself, I mean if you didn't ride in an Uber, you drove in a Range Rover here to a gorgeous estate in Beverly. Look at my life. I'm on a TV show lying for a half a million dollars a season. Your life is great. <laughs> your life is great. You're you're in the trouble of your whole your own making. You know what I'm saying? Like you look she just looks fucking Hancock Park. And yes, point. girl. <laughs> oh, Lord, that, that, it, uh, no words, absolutely no words. Um, what happens after that? So, Sutton tries to be like, okay, let me like try again to tell you exactly what I said. And, um, she says that with so Kyle starts getting her chest out and it's like, hey, um. Dorit, tell the truth, or excuse me, Sutton, tell the truth. You're not telling the truth. You said that she was lying about the car accident, and Sutton is like, and I thought this was a lie. She said that the only reason that she thought the car accident story was a lie was because she thought that uh, Erica was covering up the, what she says is a foot break to hide the head injury. Now, first of all, what Sutton didn't realize is that she caught Erica in a lie because mm-hmm. Erica Tom broke his ankle. But when she says, like, oh, I thought you said that he broke his foot, Erica's like, yeah, I did. That's not what you said. Let the record show. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Richard, Ooh. Okay, lawyer. I didn't catch that either. <laughs> yeah. She agreed that he broke his foot, not his ankle, as she originally said. So I caught that. Um... And I also thought that it was like bullshit that Sutton said that like that's how you didn't thought think that he was she was lying because of that you thought that she was the whole story was bullshit and that's fine but just say that yeah see that's the thing it's like um, on the one hand I'm happy that Sutton is like doing it at all but she also softens in Erica's presence and I yeah. I chalked that up. To Sutton probably being not a very confrontational person, especially if she's a demure lady from Augusta, Georgia. It makes sense to me. But I think it's so whack for Kyle to jump in because, Kyle, you being two-faced, what did you say? Right. And if we're calling every people out, let's call everybody out. You need to call Doreen out, too, for what she said. And you need to call Crystal out. Because I don't know what Crystal was doing. Crystal suddenly being like, oh, my husband's been around people who've been me too. What does that have to do with him? It yeah. makes it makes your husband look bad when he keeps hiring men who assault people beneath him. Like, what are you talking about? Crystal right. is so whack. This is so fucking whack. Crystal is so fucking whack. And she always gets dead silent in these scenes. She gets so quiet. Yeah. She gets so, it makes me so, I can't stand her. Anyway. Anyway, um, yeah, like, I, 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 I don't even understand. Like, what, what were you get? 
oh what do you and sudden like why are we did didn't did when did they shoot this did new news come out like why did they suddenly turn around i don't get it i don't Um, get it i don't get it i don't get it either um so erica gets real hype at that point she's like i'm not a liar uh, you shouldn't be saying these things. And Sutton's like, well, what am I saying? Just that I don't trust 100% of what you told us? Like, sorry. Like, how can I believe every single thing that you said? And Erica's like, what the fuck do you think I'm doing? <laughs> and Barry then, White, Erica. <laughs> um, then in a confessional, Sutton says, here's the thing. When you find out one lie, you find out more, you find... You found one cockroach, you're going to lift up that that drywall and you're going to see a whole lot more. And, you know, just Erica turns back to Sutton and says, what are you doing right now? You accuse me of lying. I'm not a liar. Do you know something about my life that I don't know? Because I would love to hear it. Girl, okay. Um, And then she says, like, you know, I'll go head to head with you all day. She goes from, like, victim to gangster in about 3.5 seconds. And, like, I'll go toe-to-toe with you all day. I'm telling the truth. I'm not a liar. You have a lot of fun. Right. My thing is, again, they know that Sutton is the weak one. She, Dory, excuse me, Erica don't talk to nobody else like that. She don't talk to nobody else like that. She knows Sutton's going to get flustered. She knows Sutton is not going to respond well to that. And she don't talk to nobody else like that it's very very infuriating every maybe it's because at this point she thinks nobody else has said a single word but like the disrespect is astounding and i don't need garcelle to jump in there because when sutton was getting jumped when garcelle gets jumped on sutton isn't the first to jump out there for her but like the other women in the group like i don't understand why they like to see it that's probably why but I'm like, don't none of y'all are gonna tell her to calm down. None of y'all are gonna tell her to back up. That she's right. jumping on this lady. Let her talk. Like this is crazy. Or what? Or what? But girl, <laughs> nothing. I I, 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 know, I know like... that. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Like oh, Sutton. Okay. <laughs> you can go. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Sutton. Um. Sutton has a nervous laughter. It's nervous, uh-huh. I can tell. But it it is so perfectly timed each time. So it looks like she's like, girl, what? <laughs> Even though it's like, girl, please don't. But it it sounds like, girl, what? Every or nothing. <laughs> it, it, that's you exactly know, what I was like, gonna say. Her little laughs are so funny because she's just like confused, a little bit amused, a little bit like. I, I, what's happening here like I don't know girl oh god I, I mean this was like another editors pulling us on the okie doke on like a Potomac level where we saw this in the trailer and everybody was like hell yeah get her Erica but now it's like oh wow this is not what I thought we were gonna get no it was corny and truly like uh, like I don't know like um I don't understand what this posture from Erica is because I know that she doesn't want to look like she's admitting anything, but ultimately this is going to be a jury of your peers if it goes criminal. And even in a civil case, it might be in front of a jury of your peers. 
your peers will have seen this theoretically, right? Like the arrogance, like the disrespect, the lack of empathy for potential victims, even if you don't call them victims, just lack of empathy for potential victims. I just so what are you doing? Do you think anyone's gonna see this and go, I get it. I understand where Erica's coming from. Like the only person that I saw that was team Erica last night was Megan McCain and Michael Rappaport. You think anybody's going to side with you when those are your sides? <laughs> like what the fuck is wrong with you? The two people I have blocked on Twitter. So I didn't see that. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I'm, I haven't blocked. I saw it on Reddit and then, oh my God, I accidentally opened TikTok and Michael Rappaport's TikTok was like the first one that showed up. I'm not following him. It has that like explore played kind of thing but yeah it's just like erica you're a dickhead you're a dickhead what are you doing a, a complete dickhead he came across my for you page on tiktok too and that's how i figured out how you block people on tiktok like i just i don't want to look at his face <laughs> i want nothing to do with that man he ugh, he's so vile and he has the nerve to be ugly on top of it but um disgusting <laughs> in every possible way um we got to get you out of here. So do you have any final thoughts on this episode? It was very good. Not dinner party from hell good. They should have, if they were going to name it that, we should have gotten an hour of the dinner and we should have seen everything. Um, yeah. But it was very good. I was very excited. Um, the thing is, like, I think I feel let down because Erica keeps winning in the sense that like, they do all gang up on Sutton. It's the second time they have it happened. And Erica gets to weasel her way or snake her way out of conversations that she doesn't want to yeah. have. And so it's like, it's very dissatisfying because they aren't landing the villain, right? They're not trapping her. She still gets to escape. It's very Joker Batman. And I don't like that part. Yeah. But excellent, excellent episode. I'm looking forward to not Erica getting to flex on Doree and Kyle and them. But I do think Kyle needs to be in trouble because her two-facedness is actually very infuriating. And um, and uh, I don't like it. I wish uh, there was something better going on. But it was a satisfying episode. I feel vindicated about disliking Crystal. And um, Kathy was a dickhead. But she, I don't know. Kathy, for some reason, charms her way out of being um, unlikable because she's had she had a shitty moment. And whatever, especially since I think she was being two-faced because I think she hates Kathy. I love how she shut down Doreen. That's what made me feel better oh. about her. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. She's she like, why don't we just eat? eat? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot to even mention that. Like, okay, it, before you even get started, woman, my my little English girl or whatever, wherever you're from, yeah, shut it up. Shut up. <laughs> before you start, stop. Yeah. that. <laughs> I, I loved it it was it was glorious it was like and then when she's like maybe I should have let Dorit keep talking yeah. when Erica was at the height of her nonsense it was glorious it was so glorious um tell everybody about your new podcast right oh yes I have a podcast called Dizziest Bitch at the Table Dizziest B dot 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 you know asterisk because iTunes is you know childish um it's just me recapping um, reality TV shows and maybe pop culture stuff that comes to mind. And I also have a Patreon where I'm recapping old school 
um, cool kind of standout episodes of Real Housewives. And I will be recapping Shaws from the beginning. So please join me if you'd like. It's really fun. It's new. So I'm still working through things, but I'm having a good time doing it. And I think you'll have a good time too. I agree. I was going to put my hat in the ring for Shaws at Sunset. I think it's brilliant. I don't think anybody's really recapped it. And it's such a good show. So good. I'm, I'm happy. Oh, put your hat in. Mine is behind a paywall, you know. Um, <laughs> but it's it's a fun show. It's like it's it's I don't know. I'm really thrilled, especially since I like I've seen it off and on, you know, um over the years and I still love MJ the most from the from what I've seen. And I, I'm really curious to find out if that's an okay feeling to have. So we'll see. It's going to be an adventure for you, for sure. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. I'm sorry for uh, any sort of like overlap or uh, talking too much. I do that a lot. No, you're all good. A a princess as usual. All right. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.